Welcome back to another quarantined episode of the Maya Rundle Biz podcast. I'm Allison Akers. And I'm Grayson Orfe, and we're your hosts from Economic Development. And we are here with a personal friend of mine. He's, he's really, 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 really creative, great guy. Um, Mr. Matt Reese from uh, Black Anchor Originals out in Annapolis off of uh, West Street. Um, so, Matt, just want to go in and just find out a little bit about yourself. Uh, just introduce yourself and, and let us know what you do, man. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, first, I want to uh, say thank you to both of you for having me on the show. This is a great honor and opportunity to talk to both of you and talk to other people in Anne Arundel County. Um, I'm actually a uh, transplant from Prince George's County. Grew up in Prince George's County with a school in Prince George's County. But, uh, oh, is that why you know him? <laughs> <laughs> It's not. We just found that out the other day that we share yeah. that. Um, yeah. But uh, my wife is a almost almost lifetime resident of Anne Arundel County. When we got married, that started my residency in Anne Arundel County back in '96, and I've been an Anne Arundel County resident uh, since then. I really enjoy Anne Arundel County and proud to be a business owner since 2012 in Anne Arundel County, and awesome. specifically in the city of Annapolis. So um, that's been. Uh, a great thing that I can uh, can honestly say I've enjoyed. Um, I own, as as you mentioned, I own Black Anchor Originals. We are primarily an apparel screen printing company, um, but we also offer graphic design services. Uh, my background is in graphic design, um, hmm. so we do offer logos, um, other marketing projects, whether it's banners or printed um, products. Uh, that's where I got my start. Um, but again, the majority of what we do is apparel printing. T-shirts, sweatshirts, um, those types of things. We focus on screen printing. Uh, we partner with other local businesses to cover other things like embroidery and things like that. But we do screen printing in-house here. And um, actually bought the business in 2012 from another local business and have been uh, making it our own ever since. Cool. So, yeah. I mean, your background's in graphic design, but what made you want to go into business in the first place? That's a great question. I've always had what I consider to be an entrepreneurial spirit. Um, I've always wanted, I've always enjoyed the building of something and creating of something, um, whether it's business or whether it's, you know, something with my hands, I enjoy creating. In all of my experiences in working as an employee for other businesses, I've always really wanted to get into the inner workings of a company and find out more and be involved in um, the growth and creation of a business. So that's always been something that's interested me. Uh, prior to owning this business, I was actually really fortunate to work for a company um, that was a distributor of safety equipment. And the great thing was it was a fairly large company, but it was still small enough that I had, you know, an intimate relationship with top management. And, you know, I could go and you know, knock on the president's door and walk in and have conversations about the business. And so it really gave me an opportunity to see um, all sides of the business from the accounting to, you know, purchasing and sales. And I did a lot of different things within that business, um, which was great because it fed into my, 
my interest in wanting to mm -hmm. learn more about business and be part of be part of that growth, not just be you know a cog in the in the machine. I wanted to be really be part of it. And um, so I worked actually from for 15 years before this opportunity came up. And all the time I wanted to kind of build something of my own. And so when the opportunity came for me to purchase this business and and really start something on my own, I, I mean, it was difficult, but I took the jump and and am still working to make it a success. But, um, you know, that it's, it's always, I don't know, I can't really put a finger on it, but it's always, I, I, I go back to my need to want to create things. And that's really, um, I think what drives me daily is my passion for creation. It's a great point. And that lends itself so well into entrepreneurship. Absolutely. Yeah. And I just want to kind of add in too, because as a creative, like sometimes like all you want to do is create, but as a business owner, you got to have the other side of it and you got to have the accounting, you got to have everything else that a lot of businesses fail because a lot of times you just want to create That's and true. be creative and I don't want to do any of that other stuff. I just want to create. How important is that to like people who are, you know, coming up with businesses now? Well, honestly, it probably could have done me in completely when I first started because I had that probably naive, naive uh, thought that I could come in and do everything. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I felt like I had some experience with the previous business I was in that I felt like I had enough knowledge that I could come in and do it myself. And I'm a very DIY kind of guy in at heart. So at home, you know, I'm doing my own projects. I don't typically call plumbers and there's certain things I don't like messing with electrical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I'm a, but I'm a DIY guy at heart. So when I got into my business, I approached it in the same way. And it would probably almost um, was the end of me because I started to realize that I was doing things or not doing things that I should have been doing. I thought I had the tools that I needed to run a business when in reality I was so short in things like accounting. I mean, you mentioned accounting, that's probably the biggest thing. Um, and I went through several different um, processes and working with different people and trying to do it myself and trying to, you know, make it work until I finally had to kind of put my ego aside and step up and say, I need help. This is not why I got in business to be an accountant and to run my books and to do things like that. Um, bite the bullet and also have to spend the money, but realize it's money well spent to hire an accountant, which I'm fortunate now to have an amazing accountant that I work with. Yeah. That's, that's very close. Um, you know, within, you know, within a few miles of me, um, although um, like everybody else, we're doing, you know, virtual Right. Um, virtual meetings right now. Um, but they're amazing. And they took what I had, unfortunately, and had to fix a lot of things. And they worked with me. They understood my needs and my pain points and said, we want to take that off of your plate and we want you to be able to focus on your business. I still am that same kind of guy where I want to know what's going on in my business. I want to look at the numbers. I want to look at the metrics. Yeah. Um, but I also know that I need to be able to hand that off because if I don't, either I'm spending too much time on that and not enough on what I'm good at, um, or I'm just ignoring that and that just creates a bigger problem down the road. Um, so I think it's really important as a business owner to really understand what you're good at, 
understand what you're not good at, understand what you want to be able to do and find ways to do that and outsource where need be. I mean, I even mentioned this, you know, earlier, I focus on screen printing and that's only one small area of apparel decoration that's in the marketplace right now. And a lot of screen printing businesses will add embroidery, they'll add sublimation, they'll add certain things with heat press technology and different things and rhinestones and all these different types of um, options. When I started, I really didn't know a whole lot about screen printing and I had a huge learning curve and I decided I didn't want to clutter that with other things. So even still, you know, eight years later, I've made that conscious decision to not branch out into other things. I still feel like I have a lot to learn within screen printing and I don't want to, you know, muddy that water. So my customers will ask for that. And I'm fortunate enough to have some amazing other businesses locally that I can then work with and subcontract oh, out things like embroidery and so focus on what I do best. I'm sorry. You have a lot of partnerships. Um, I wouldn't say a lot, but I have a few. Um, I have, you know, more than one option um, because, you know, the businesses that I work with have their own clients and customers that they work directly with. And so I can't always, you know, I, sometimes my needs don't always fit into their um, availability. So I need to have more than one source, just like I have more than one source for my blank apparel, um, which is really important right now is supply is becoming an issue in a lot of areas, I need to have more than one source for things like embroidery or for printing, um, sublimation and stuff like that, because my partners, you know, they're focusing on their business, which is what they should do. And I don't want to interrupt theirs, but there's times when, you know, sometimes that they can work with me uh, and my timeline and my customer's timeline is sometimes they can't. So I need to have a plan B, a plan C. Um, so the other thing is I really enjoy working with other local businesses. I think that's one of the things that I've enjoyed the most um, in my short time in business is being able to create partnerships, whether it's a, a vendor partnership with another um, uh, decorator and maybe even another screen printer. Um, Grace and I had this conversation the other day. I have um, I, what I feel a great relationship with several other screen printers in the area. Hmm. And I think that's um, really important. Easy. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so I mentioned to him, I said, you know, Easy from Ink Generation, who you guys interviewed, um, I think, pre-pandemic. Yeah, he was uh, cool. Yeah, I know, I've known him for years, and I've referred plenty of businesses to him. Um, and and we've both bailed each other out on certain situations. And I take to I love to look at local businesses as nobody really is being competition. Um, I think there's more than enough business within, you know, uh, the immediate area, and then even expanding out that there's more than enough business for all of us to really get some. And really, to me, my competition or what I like to look at as competition is is businesses outside of the county, outside of the city, outside of the state yeah. that are taking. Um, business, you know, where I would much rather support other screen printers, other, you know, embroiderers, other design companies, other creatives, other, um, any kind of local business, um, rather than see that business go to another screen printer outside of the state or outside of the county. Um, yeah, there's so many online now that you can just like upload and it, it you lose the personal touch. And I think that's what makes um, local businesses, such a part of the community, they're so community focused and you, it sounds like, I mean, you have so many partnerships and you're so community focused that that's the benefit to our residents and the local businesses is to keep it local. 
that's one of the things I've kind of hung my hat on as a business. And again, I think it's probably because one of the, it's one of the things I enjoy the most. I really enjoy um, interacting with my customers. It's really hard right now to not have a lot of customers coming in or the customers that I know um, who usually would come in and pick up their order and we'd hang out and chat and we would talk yeah. about what their business was doing or what their organization was doing. And now it's like, I see their car pull up and I run out with a box and throw it in their trunk. And sometimes we have a conversation in the parking lot. Sometimes it ends up, you know, just being emails back and forth. And that's, that's difficult for a number of reasons. One, I'm usually here with maybe me and one or two other people. It's a small business. Um, so obviously there's some of that, you know, human interaction that we all crave. Um, but I truly enjoy working with my customers. I enjoy working with local customers. And from day one, it's one of the things that I found that differentiates me from the on this, you know, so many online businesses that are out there and they do good work and they create good value. Um, but my customers came to me because they said, we want to sit down and talk to somebody. We have questions and we want answers. We want a human being. We want to be able to touch and feel product. And, you know, we've all worn a t-shirt, but do we all necessarily understand and you know, the difference between cotton and cotton polyester blends and hundred percent polyester and, and weights and how does that feel and how does that change when you print it? And, you know, why would I pick this shirt over that shirt? So the customers that work with me really do so because they can come in and get that personal touch. They can touch and feel products. They can see examples. They can get their questions answered. And really that all comes down to confidence when they're spending their money. Um, sometimes, you know, and, and I run small minimums. So some of my minimums orders, you know, may only be a hundred dollars, but that still could be a lot of money for somebody or they could be thousands of dollars in which case they want to have confidence that when they're spending the money, they're getting, you know, the product that they're expecting at the end. Um, I like to give them something better than what they expect, hopefully. Um, but it is that local touch that I think so many people are craving. Uh, yeah. And I think that's what we, we kind of really try to focus on and have tried to build a business on. That's awesome to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Now you. with your name, black anchor and, and the spelling of it and all that, let's get into that and let's <laughs> get into the branding of everything. Uh, how did you create, everything how did how did everything come about well that's a really long story so i'll try to keep it short and to the point um interestingly enough i broke all the typical rules that you hear like don't you know don't use weird spelling you know for your business name because it's going to confuse your customer it's going to be this it's going to be that and i basically threw all that out the window for a number of reasons um, but the actual name, um, I actually bought the business, um, from Frankie Orange, who owns Orange Tattoo on West Street, okay. who's become a really good friend of mine. And when I bought the business, um, it was Orange Screen Printing, um, which is tied to his name. Um, and, you know, one of the things was, you know, I, I needed to, when I bought the business is, you know, I needed to change the name because, um, that was tied to him and I wanted to create my own business and he wanted me to create my own business as well. So um, not necessarily following suit and using the, a color, um, but that was kind of one of the things that I started playing around with. Um, black being one of my favorite um, colors other than red. <laughs> um, so I started playing around with different things. Um, the anchor for me, I wanted something that would relate to the location. Um, it ties in well. 
it ties in well. It definitely, it, you know, it says Annapolis without saying Annapolis. Mm -hmm. um, black also, if you look at it, I mean, you know, B is early, you know, it's the second letter of the alphabet. So any kind of alphanumeric listing, you know, would put me closer to the top. So that's something to consider. Um, and I just started playing around with different names. And um, there's actually a couple different black anchor businesses out there. Um, there's actually a tattoo shop on Eastern Shore that's Black Anchor Tattoos, um, but it's spelled out completely. And one of the reasons I started playing around with the spelling was to have something that was unique. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be able to register a web URL that was not already taken. I didn't want to be necessarily confused with other businesses. Um, and also the odd thing was, is I wanted to be able to have a Maryland vanity plate that had my business name on it. So then I had to find a way to get it down to seven <laughs> characters because Maryland's license plate is only seven characters. And so I started playing around with the spelling of black and anchor. And obviously there's no K in the word anchor. Um, so that was definitely one of the licenses that I, that I took. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, creative, creative freedom. Um, and, uh, but the letter K has personal significance for me. So that's something else that um, is hidden in there that people don't know about. So um, it worked. And because it's repeated from the, you know, B-L-K-A-N-K-R, it gave me seven letters that I could then um, get a personalized license plate, which um, I hate to say it, but eight years later, I still haven't done it. <laughs> oh my gosh, really? <laughs> really. That'd be I the mean, first thing I'd do. <laughs> yeah, even my wife was like, why haven't you done this? But um, <laughs> it's just, I just haven't. I don't know. Um, it was important to me in the beginning and it's not as important to me now. I think it's, I think it's fun, but it's, uh, but it also, it, it, the nice thing was, is when I went to go register my web URL, it was not taken. <laughs> I think the name works for you. Yeah. yeah, it does. I mean, it does work and it does create problems. And I have people ask me all the time, you know, you can tell when they call and they've looked me up, especially when they're selling something and they've looked me up online and they're like, Oh, Hey, um, Mr. You know, so they, they stumble on it. And, um, and when people write checks, <laughs> I've gotten, I've gotten it spelled a hundred different ways. Um, my mother-in-law, when she posts on Facebook, will still spell it out as black anchor. Um, I love her. Um, but she still will spell it out. <laughs> as as black anchor but um so yeah so it's it's fun though because it does have a story behind it and the other part of it is um uh i grew up as the son of a navy officer and um so that's something that you know and, and it it wasn't really part of something that i thought as much i think it was kind of subconsciously inserted into um into the business and into the logo the anchor symbol is obviously something you see in Annapolis a lot. It's something I saw in my, my home, you know, the, the, um, the gold anchor. And unfortunately my father, sorry. I understand. That's, yeah. that's really special though. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't think I would get emotional, but. No, it's all good, man. My father, my father passed away after I started the business. So yeah. it's always been something is a, that I honor him. Yeah. So that's I apologize. Sorry. No, man. No, man. No, man. It's all good. And that's <laughs> I the thing. I wasn't expecting to cry during a podcast. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's part of the story. And I, it's something that, you know, I, I'm kind of glad I brought up last, but um, 
it's an important part of the story. We're I think it's something that, um, like I said, I, I, it wasn't necessarily planned that way. I think it's something subconscious that, you know, when you put things together and just kind of seems right, you know, the, uh, the universe kind of helps guide you. Plus, I think it also shows, too, is that, that, you know, in business is more than a business. You know, sometimes business kind of has a cold connotation to it where it's just like an exchange of money for goods, you know, stuff like that. Right now, it's, you know, you're putting your heart into your business and you put your heart into every single thing that you do. You know, um, on top of that, you know, I've, I've also noticed, too, that you got that ink right on your arm. So there's no change in the logo. Yeah, really. No <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there is. I mean, it, uh, yeah, shout, you know, I, I already mentioned once, but shout out to, uh, to Orange Tattoo on West Street. Um, the interesting thing with that was, um, honestly, that, and that, it was kind of like a, you know, a burn your ship kind of type mentality. Mm -hmm. um, and kind of move that I made early on. And, you know, people, people have different um, takes on how you start a business. And I, and, and I actually started my business kind of part-time. I was still working for the, the company I'd worked for, and they were gracious enough to let me kind of ease out of that role. A lot of people and, do. And yeah. work part-time and kind of have that side hustle. And they were, they were amazing to work with me. And I think that, I mean, honestly, is something that is um, great about that that business and I still keep a relationship with that business and some of the people that I work with there. And, um, it was, you know, it was, it started out as a side hustle and I, I worked on it, you know, for six months to a year before I really had cut all ties with the other business. Um, I went back, I mean, I worked for them as a contractor. I did some printing for them even. Um, and eventually I, I did cut all ties with them in terms of not all ties, but I guess all financial ties. So I was no longer generating any income from them. Um, but the first year that I was in business, I, when I bought the business, I just subleased the space that I was in. And, um, so I was around the tattoo shop and that was great for me. It gave me a lot of, um, opportunity to interact with people and also, um, a lot of creative energy comes from working around other creative people. Um, but this was like, you know, and that was the, the first year that I was in business. And after that, I moved to my own space and they moved to a, a different space as well. Um, but I came in one day, you know, in the afternoon and I was like, you know, I, I, I just need to do this. I need to, you know, make the plunge, take the plunge. And, you know, I feel strongly about my logo. I feel strongly about my business. And this is kind of a burn the ship kind of type move. And I'm like, you know, I grabbed one of the artists who, you know, at the time, had some free time and I said do you mind putting my logo on my arm and he's like he's like let's do it <laughs> you know so um I, interestingly enough I have changed the logo slightly oh probably two or three times very slightly each time um so the the core of the logo is still there you wouldn't necessarily notice the difference if, unless I pointed it out to you, but, um, but it oh, makes a good point. Design person would understand. Exactly yeah. Which is what gonna, <laughs> transformations, even like small. <laughs> Absolutely. And people, you know, that was one of the fun things actually about starting the business. Um, even though I had a design background, you know, I was never really working hundred percent as a designer mm -hmm. in the previous um, company that I worked for. I, I worked in a, I was the director of marketing was my last position when I left, but I had done sales. I had done, I was a service manager. I had done a lot of things in 15 years. 
Um, and some of that had taken me away from my design roots. And I never really had an opportunity um, to really put myself out there and um, to get feedback from other designers and other creatives. I mean, it's great when you have somebody, I mean, my mother always loves everything I do, right? You know, um, in a business setting, I was, you know, a lot more creative and I had the skill set that was, you know, better than, you know, the people in accounting. So yeah, I looked like this amazing designer in that, you know, in that, that little bubble there, you know. Um, but then when I got out and I had to kind of forge my own trail as a designer, and I had to compete with other designers and other screen printers and other, you know, people in that market, um, it's really scary. So oh, yeah. to be able to get validation, and I and I've used this story before, um, and I just see UPS backing up, so hopefully um, that's not a huge issue. But um, early on, I was actually working a trade show um, or kind of an event, really, not so much a trade show, an event. And I had it was in Baltimore, and I had a guy come by, and he saw the tattoo, and he saw my logo, and he's like, wow, that's, is that your logo? And I said, yeah. He said, who designed it? I said, I did. And he said, I really like that. And we started talking, and come to find out, he was a graphic designer. So again, to me, that was like, Ooh, okay. All right. Graphic designers like my, like, this, this is better than my mother liking my logo. Cause I know she always will. You know, this is validation. And the interesting thing was I actually, this was, you know, going back almost eight years and he has a business in Baltimore and I still print for him to this day. I actually just got, I mean, I work um, with him and his sister. They have a small graphic design studio in Baltimore and I just finished printing a job for them last week. And um, so that's a great, you know, it's a great thing. It's a great, um, validation and I think all businesses kind of need some sort of validation to kind of keep them going especially when times are tough and you know those are kind of the stories that I kind of hang on to and say yeah. all right this is this is you know you are enough you can do this you know we've um, done some other local design work too you just did um, scribes record right um, I didn't design any of that um, but I printed some of it so okay. scribe is another connection. right so Aaron AKA scribe is, uh, is of his, uh, in his own right, a great designer. I, I love the work that he does. And that's the other, it's another great thing that I enjoy doing. Like I don't have any, um, issues working with other designers and kind of helping them, um, get to see their, their vision created. And he's an amazing creative person. Um, I've worked with him to print some posters, um, which is something that really there's no money in. We kind of do for the love of it, unfortunately. Um, but we've done that in the past. We recently did um, his, uh, I guess, say album cover. It was a small 45, and we printed those. He custom custom painted all these album covers, spray painted. Oh, cool. Every one was different, and then we printed his graphic that he created on top of that. Okay. Which created a whole complex set of challenges because sure. different covers didn't want to take ink the same way but the really cool thing about that was everyone is unique so everybody that got this package from him got really a one one of a kind album cover and i believe That's he awesome. won you know won a local award for that um i've also printed shirts for him and some other things and mm -hmm. was honored to be able to work with him on the press on annapolis um apparel and that was his design that he created and um actually that was one of my connections that uh grace and i talked about with easy um that was an amazing collaborative yeah it was 
process that Annapolis came together, Anne Arundel County came together, Aaron created this artwork and it was really kind of interesting um, because we were messaging each other and he had just posted it on Facebook and I sent him a message back and I was like, man, that's amazing. Um, I love this design. And he messaged me back. He's like, hey, would you be interested in printing some shirts? And I'm like, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's figure out how to do that. And it became such a big project overnight. And, you know, he has other connections as well. And so one of his connections brought him to Easy, and it actually worked out really well. So we took Aaron's art. We created it um, or set it up for print. And then I shared it with Easy, and then ended up there was another printer that came on later on. Um, and we, you know, specified all the ink colors and the shirts. And so everything was really consistent. Um, but a lot of people don't realize that all the men's shirts were printed at Ink Generation in Glen Burnie, and all the women's shirts were printed here at Black Anchor in Annapolis. Oh, wow. And okay. so we really divided and conquered in terms of trying to create and fill those orders and then kind of turn those over to Aaron and his massive team of people that jumped in to help out and, and fulfill all those orders. And then there was another printer that came in and offered to do the kids' shirts and tank tops, which they added later on. So um, it truly was a community effort. And so I was super honored to be part of that. Um, it was, uh, it was definitely interesting. Um, it was an experience. It was a lot of work, but it was, you know, more than worth it to be able to give back to the community in that way. Um, I think it's a testament to your character and to your business that you ha have been involved in building an incredible community around such terrible things that have happened. So, I mean, talking about the Stronger Together shirts that you built around the pandemic, kind of go into that. Because, I mean, you've gone from Press On Annapolis to pandemic to you're really stepping up and you're just, you're so ingrained in the community that you seem like you want to give back. You want to be involved in some way. I do. I mean, there's no doubt that some of it's self-preservation. I mean, there's always going to be some element of that. Um, you know, I had to find something to be able to keep myself busy and my business, you know, functioning. Um, I'm fortunate enough to be a small business, to be able to make, you know, pivots a little bit easier than other businesses are. I'm also fortunate enough to be small enough that I don't have enormous overhead. I mean, I know a lot of other businesses, um, screen printing businesses around the country, um, that are friends of mine that have had to close up because they just weren't able to, you know, generate enough to really keep the doors open during this time. It's just, you know, it's just kind of a, you know, keep it going until things get better. Um, but the idea behind Stronger Together I actually borrowed from another screen printer actually out of Canada. And um, I actually have an online group that I created and uh, of screen printers that it's interesting. We, we all use the same software. So I created this group because I'm like, hey, we all use the same software. How can we help each other to use it better? And so that's how I created the group. And he happened to post um, very early on, I would say probably in the beginning of March as things were really starting to change. And he posted on, in this group and said, hey, guys, I came up with this idea. This is what I'm doing in my community. And it's starting to work and starting to gain some traction. And I immediately reached out to him and I said, I love the idea do you mind if I steal it and replicate it in, you know, in my community? And he said, by all means, you know, if you have any questions, you know, he was super, you know, willing to lay it all out as how he set it up. And all I had to do was kind of follow the process. 
and I made some tweaks and some changes to the way things, you know, that work with the way I work and the way I wanted to um, operate. But some of the things I borrowed from him were the fact that he only offered two different shirt colors, gray and black. Well, that works really well with my branding as well. Um, so I had no problems following that lead. Um, but the other side of that is, and it really worked out well for me, was that I had no idea how large this was going to scale. And had I started offering a lot of different colors and a lot of different styles, um, I probably would have buried myself in work and not been able to actually do what we were able to do. Um, because originally it was, you know, I had, I only had two part-time employees and I sent them both home and it was me working here. Um, and then my kids came in to help. And then eventually I did bring back one of my employees. So, um, it was just one of those scenarios where I was like, you know, let's start it. Let's see what happens. You know, I need to be able to do something because my other business was kind of going away. I mean, schools and events and things were not purchasing shirts like they normally do. Um, and that's a big part of our business. You know, what else can I do? I've got a press sitting here. What else can I do? Um, you know, I can print shirts. I just got to find somebody that wants shirts. So I reached out to a number of small businesses that I worked with, um, regularly anyhow and said, Hey, if I did this, would you be interested? Um, there's no, there's really no risk on their end. There was really nothing they needed to do other than promote it socially and with their customer base. And there was a potential reward on their end to be able to at least generate some income. And some of these businesses, a lot of these businesses that I reached out to initially were completely closed down by this yeah. point. Um, so they had no, they had no really opportunity for revenue. Um, and a lot of these people that are my customers are my friends. And I, like anybody, I started seeing, you know, really hardships popping up, you know, daily as people were starting to lose um, their 100% of their household income. And so I saw this as an opportunity to try to help. I didn't think I was going to necessarily, you know, save the world, but if I can help keep the lights on or if I can help, you know, buy a meal or whatever, you know, if I can get through the next day, you know, um, then that's something. So I started off with just a handful of handful of people, handful of companies, and started started to create the website and and just kind of got it rolling. And Aaron uh, Scribe was one of the people that reached out to me, and you know, I and I'd reached out to him, and he said, "Yeah, I'd love to do it." And then through his connections with um, the Baltimore Sun. He's like, "Hey, I want to reach out to somebody. I made these connections when we did the." Um, press on Annapolis. I really think your story needs to be told. Do you mind if I contact somebody and have them reach out to you and maybe they'll consider doing something? And so I said, yeah, sh sure. Absolutely. Anything we can do. So he did and they came out and they did, um, well, we did an, an, a phone interview and then they sent out a photographer and that ended up landing on the cover of the Capitol. Yeah, that was big. Um, so it was a big, huge, huge moment, a big moment for me, obviously. Um, but it was a bigger moment for the movement because what happens, it really got it out there. Um, before I was reaching out to companies and saying, Hey, this is what I'm doing. Would you be, you know, do you want to do it? This is how it works. And then at that point I started getting influx of people and companies saying, Hey, how can we be part of this? How can we be part of this? And you know, I had to create like a form letter and said, here, here's all the information. This is all we need. And let's, let's keep moving. And when we finally closed it down, um, we had just under a hundred businesses participating. There was a lot. 
And it was, yeah, it was, it was, and still is a little bit overwhelming, but it was great. And we had businesses, most of which were in Anne Arundel County. Um, but we had other businesses in Maryland. We had, you know, some businesses for companies that I'm friends with outside. You know, I had a business in California who's a friend of mine and one in Florida who's a friend, but I even had somebody was telling Grayson, we had somebody from Pennsylvania that just reached out. She had seen it on social media and she's like, nobody in my community is doing this. Can mm -hmm. I participate? And I said, sure. I purposely did not. I went through several different designs and thoughts on how I wanted to do it. And from the beginning, I'm glad I did. I did not limit it to Annapolis, even though I wanted to focus on Annapolis and Annapolis businesses and Anne Arundel County. Um, I didn't limit it. And I think that allowed us to branch out. And we had businesses in, you know, I'm obviously in Annapolis. I live in the Southern part of the County, but we had business in the Northern part of the County. We had Baltimore, we had other counties represented. We had other States represented. And, um, you know, I didn't really say no to anybody. Um, Can you provide really no reason. just a quick synopsis for if somebody's watching this and didn't hear about what Stronger Together was, what, what sure. was the package that they Got sure. So basically, Stronger Together was, um, we sold t-shirts. Um, that's what we do. So that's what we did. Um, and what we offered was each business that participated could pick either a gray shirt or a black shirt. And then they could supply their art or give me an, an idea of what they wanted on their shirt. Some, some businesses just simply put their logo. Some businesses took the opportunity to design something specifically to the pandemic related or some sort of message. Um, if they went with a black shirt, they got a gray print. If it was a gray print, they got a black shirt. It was real simple. It was two options. And there's actually a story behind that as well or why it's like that, um, other than just ease of um, production. <laughs> but that was a, ease of production was a big part of it. Um, and then we sold the shirts online for $20 and that business um, would get $10 out of the 20. And we would handle all the sales, all the shipping, all the anything else. They And they just, they got... $10 of every shirt that was sold. So there was really no risk on their end. Um, there's really just an upside for them. Um, yeah. And we ended up, we closed it down at the end of June simply because sales were really dropping off for one and two businesses were starting, the restrictions were starting to lift with restrictions starting to lift. My normal business was getting, mm -hmm. was starting to increase and I was having a really Good. hard time. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it's a good problem to have, but I was really having a hard time covering and, and, and doing both. And because, um, because of the nature of screen printing, it's not push a button. Here's out, here comes your shirt. So for every, you know, if we had almost a hundred businesses, you know, we had almost a hundred screens sitting around our shop, just waiting to print another shirt, so to speak. In the beginning, when you're getting bulk orders, it was a lot easier to print 10, 20, or so shirts, pack them, ship them. But as we started filling all those, then it got to, we were filling, you know, somebody would place an order here, an order there, and then you're printing. We're literally setting up, you know, 15 minutes to, to set up to print one shirt that takes us 30 seconds to print. And so it really got to be a production issue. Um, but again, my goal was to try to run this while businesses couldn't generate income. And those businesses, yeah. again, the restrictions were getting to lift. So I just felt it was time to do that. We actually do still have one shirt on there that we're doing for a local fire department um, who's a, a friends with that I printed for. And they asked if they could do one. So we actually have one up right now for Woodland Beach um, Volunteer Fire Department okay. um, based down in Edgewater. So um, 
so, I yeah, love so that was, yeah, so that was the program. And the funny thing with the colors was, and this is something that really we didn't necessarily publish, but, and now that we're starting to get to the point where people are coming out and, and we're having events, even though they're smaller events, the idea why the original, um, the originator of this particular idea um, was he wanted to have black or gray and then, you know, the opposite on the print color so that everything kind of worked together. So no matter what business you were supporting, if everybody came together when this was all over, wearing their Stronger Together shirts in this scenario, they would all, it would be a sea of black and gray. And everybody, even though they might be supporting 100 different businesses, they all would look unified. Yeah. Oh, that. So, so that's kind of was the, the idea, but it also worked out in production. And then we created, or I created, um, the original um, person had something that was more pandemic related. And I thought that that seemed kind of fearful and negative. And I've always tried to be a glass half full guy. So I created Stronger Together, even from a distance, because that really embodied more about what I felt the mm-hmm. movement was and really what I wanted to project um, in this project was that, you know, even from a distance and, you know, no matter what's coming at us, we're all stronger together than we are separate. You know, um, I love, there's a, there's a quote, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together um, or something like that. I might've butchered that a little bit, but the concept there is that, you know, you can do so much more with yeah. the support of others than you can do on your own. Um, totally agree. Yeah. So that was, that was kind of the, the, um, I don't know what I'm looking for. That was, that was the heart behind the project really. Very cool. Yeah. So Matt, um, yes, we're going to end this with a little bit, something a little bit funny and a little, a little crazy. So I want to know, <laughs> know who was your craziest what is one of the craziest stories of one of your clients coming in and asking for something out of the blue or just something you know, out of the norm? Give us a juicy story. I say, how risky can I be? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, this was a little bit, this was a little risque. If you tell me you need to cut this one and I'll add another one. <laughs> <of> um, so <laughs> this is interesting. Actually, I, I printed for a while for a company um that manufactured um rope for the um bondage fetish industry interesting <laughs> wow so um yeah right so this is a little you know like i said if we need to cut this and i can give you something a little less risque but um it was interesting and i printed um i printed shirts i printed bags um the business actually was based out of frederick and um I can't even remember. I think it was a friend of a friend and he was looking for somebody and he'd actually been turned down by a number of businesses. Mm. Um, and there was some, there was a few projects that he asked about that we never did print that were probably a little bit borderline. Um, um, I can't even imagine what they would come to you with. <laughs> well, yeah. the more interesting, the more interesting thing was, um, I mean, his logo was very basic and we printed shirts and we printed, we printed bags, which actually, you know, he, packaged with rope and that's how he sold them so we were we were basically ah. printing some of his packaging it was i mean outside looking in it's very it, it was very simple very basic you would have never known what the product was unless you knew what the product was um but it just so happened that you know he happened to be here at my shop one day picking up an order and my wife was here and 
And so she starts talking to him and she didn't know what he did or what was going on. <laughs> and he starts explaining it to her. And I had told her before, but she didn't make the connection originally. Mm. And she's like looking at me and, and he's going on and like any business <laughs> owner, he's passionate about what he does and he thinks it's great. And he's talking about it like it was, you know, like it was, you know, uh, the next great coffee or something, which is, you know, which is, which is fun. And, and she's looking at me and she's going, okay. And, and she's asking questions and she's actually, you know, engaging him or whatever. And then he says, you know, if you guys ever want to come to an event, you know, just let no. me know and you'd be happy to be my guest. And I'm like, Nope, that's okay. <laughs> I was like, I'd be happy to print for you all day, every day. I, I don't see myself um, participating in one of your events, but it's, it's wow. That's that's a good story. See, and some fun ones, but those are. And uh, this is the awesome thing about Matt. Um, he mentioned his wife, and him and his wife, they are known for having uh-oh. very, very, very good taste. And um, their son's name is Grayson. I was wondering where you're going with this. So, you know, um, just want to, you know, let anybody else know. We just had, we had the whole conversation of, you know, there's a lot of Graysons in the world. Like, what, what is, what's going on? There's a boom of Graysons popping up. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's one of the things that Grayson and I bond on, obviously, and he, my son was here when he stopped by last week, and uh-huh. so he got a chance to meet, you know, my son, Grayson, and yep. hear the story about how we chose that name, and it's, yeah, I mean, we have good taste in names, I guess. Um, we have good taste in, in other things, I guess, as well, I don't know, but um, yeah, so it's, um, it's fun, and it's a family business, so I'm, I'm happy to have my son here, and, and any, any way I can connect with my customers is always a good is always a good thing. So if it, you know, if it helps me, you know, hook Grayson in. <laughs> you have any issues connecting with anyone? You're really yeah, down to earth. That's, I mean, that's honestly, that's one of the things I really enjoy. And it's, it's, it's one of the, you know, the, the positives that you, that I didn't really necessarily expect in, in starting a business and running a business. And it's at the end of the day, it's one of the things that keeps me going. Um, you know, one of the things I didn't really mention although Grayson kind of touched on it is, you know, I've early on, I started using the hashtag, you know, more than just a t-shirt. And to me, that's kind of been a driving force behind the way I look at things is, you know, for me, uh, and, and it's, I think it's where you see some of the online businesses, they see, you know, it's, it's just an order, it's another order coming across their screen, you know, coming through their warehouse, whatever. And to me, I get to meet and and bond with my customers. And even though it's ink on a shirt for them, it's a uniform, it's a fundraiser. It's, you know, it's, it's their business, you know, potentially and potentially their livelihood. So to me, as long as I remember that it's more than just a t-shirt, then I think that it keeps me in the right frame of mind to do the right thing um, with each customer that I work with. That's that's great. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. And Matt, that is a great note to end on, man. <laughs> I just want to say, dude, thank you so much for taking time out today just to talk to us, just to give us some insight and everything. And um, yeah, man, any, any, any last parting words? Uh, just again, thank you. I'm super grateful to be able to spend this time with both of you and hopefully with the, you know, with the online community in the future as they view this. And I really appreciate everything that you guys are doing for Annapolis and Anne Arundel County and for small businesses 
um, you know, we are the, the lifeblood of the county and the community and, and, you know, Hey, print local, you know? Yeah. Which yeah. ties in well to our shop safe, shop local, shop Arundel biz campaign that's out right now. Um, I mean, printing local as well. You're supporting the small businesses that are the backbone of our county, of the city of Annapolis. Um, you're, you hear from business owners like Matt here. They make up our community and they are so important to us. So we just want to instill in people to keep your money local, keep shop your businesses that have built a community here and have hired your neighbors. And these are the stories that we love to highlight on the My Arundel Biz podcast. And you can check them all out on myarundelbiz.org and on all of our social media accounts. So that's uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, we're everywhere. Um, on, and on all of your podcast audio listening um, sites. So thanks, Matt. Thanks for having us. Thanks for talking with us. Uh, this was a really great story. And it's just one of many that are really cool stories in our community. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks.